Welcome to the PJ Party Podcast. Um, usually, Paul and I are in the studio together, but Paul has a weird timing vacation right now, so he's at home, and we're talking uh, via Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Hello. I don't know if it's weird timing. It's just like I had a vacation that I booked in January. It was decimated by COVID. Because the vacation was to the two North American epicenters, Toronto and New York. And so now I'm spending my vacation on my couch. Yeah. So what have you been doing? Because you, you had a, a couple days on air by yourself uh, last week. And didn't you ask the owners what you should do for yeah. a vacation? What did they say? I don't remember what anyone said. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, people had, you know, cutie, cutie, cute, quaint ideas about camping in the backyard and whatever and like that's very sweet and nice and so like i don't know i'm just i've embraced the spirit of it so the the really shitty thing is that like leading up to this time off it was gorgeous in victoria so mm. like i have a tan jen because the few days it was sunshiny i went to my backyard and i laid in the sunshine for hours and i have a like my tan is coming nicely for nice. mid-april actually um, but since then, it's been, like, gross and cold and rainy and cloudy. And so it's like, okay, now you stay inside. When the sun comes out even a little bit, I have been, like, jumping on my bike and I went to Willow's Beach. And it's nice there and it's pleasant and there's not too many people so you can social distance. And, like, it's a pretty good vibe, you mm -hmm. know. But otherwise, it's like, Look, I never want to say I'm bored. I'm the least bored person. I have lots to do. I have, you know, an infinite Netflix to watch, and I'm reading books, and I'm loving life. But compared to a normal vacation for me, this is incredibly boring. But yeah. I'm never bored. Yeah, I guess you're kind of getting a little peek into what everyone else is going through right now who have to, like, work from home or are laid off and actually just have to, like, fill their time inside. Truly. So and you know what? Like... Have you seen the videos of, like, the moms getting arrested at the playgrounds because they refused to stay inside? or Rather, it's like they refused to stay off the equipment, the playground equipment that has been closed by the authorities. Did you see that video? No. It's incredible. Um, and, and, like, I understand a lot of people's frustration, but I also am just like, I'm doing so much. Mm -hmm. I'm going, like I said, like bike rides and trips to the beach that are reasonable and responsible. And you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's plenty of people out there and they're staying off the playgrounds. Like the equipment's all closed. But there's so much to do if you just be cool about it and stop. And you know what I mean? And like listen to health experts, listen to what people are saying is the best thing to do. But still, if you want to get fresh air or vitamin D or go out and do something, but also be inside a lot, mm -hmm. it's like everyone just relax. Life is not hard. Yeah, exactly. And as long as you're taking it like day by day, like what am I going to do today? Cool. Just right. pick two things that you're going to do today. One of them being productive and like one of them that's for you. And then you're good, you know? Um, Truly. But I feel like we are, we do have it pretty, pretty good right now where we don't have to worry yes. about finances because we still are employed and we don't have all those extra stresses as well. And you yep. are literally just on vacation and you're not worrying yeah. about like what the future has in store as much as other people. But I totally get what you mean where it's like, no, there is stuff. You just have to get a little creative. You just have to do it. Truly. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, listen, the, the financial worries and people who are, you know, bummed out about 
their jobs, whether they're like temporarily laid off or whether they're like worried, because it's like it's a real concern to be, you know, thinking about the future and the fallout and like years to come after this or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like that's a very reasonable worry. But if your biggest problem is that like you have to stay inside more or you can't go to work, it's like come on, grow up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like how often do we complain? You know, not you or I specifically, but just in general, we all do complain. I don't have time, right? I never have the time. We are so used to filling our lives with eight hours of, you know, work and trying to be as productive as possible. And that's on like a low end because people work longer hours than that. And then when you come home, it's like that's supposed to be you time to like get accomplished everything else in your entire life. Mm -hmm. But guess what? You're generally too exhausted to even tackle that stuff. And then you go to sleep and then you do it all over again. And then on the weekend, maybe you do some chores. Yeah. And it's just like, now you've got the time. Now you aren't crushed by the eight hour work day. You know, take advantage of it. It's not going to last forever, you know, hopefully. So take advantage. Do you have a closet that needs cleaning out? Do you have chores or a garden you need planting? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. life is rich if you look into it and you're not. Um, crushed by the constant wheel of capitalism and working all the time. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is like, I want to be doing all the things that I have on my list that is in my brain because I don't actually write out lists. But like, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, all the organizings of my closets and storage rooms and like, oh, my deck is a mess. I want to, I haven't done anything. Like yeah. anything, because I I don't know if you're still like working or even if you're working from home too, you're still like just as exhausted and like you don't really you're like putting too much pressure on things and you actually don't get a lot of things done and you know what that's okay too like you totally. as long as you come out and you're happy and you're healthy then that's good and don't like stress all the things but it does feel good to like mark those things off like yesterday I did like a pretty deep clean of my kitchen that nice. had been like disgusting this entire week like I just let it tornado I didn't do my dishes like it was gross (laughs) and it smelled and then I I finally like deep cleaned it and I was like oh wow that feels good like I feel so much better and if that's the only thing I do this week man I am satisfied that's it yeah oh yeah yeah oh I mean don't please don't get me wrong it's not like I'm being ultra productive and building a deck yeah. or something over here it's like i'm reading books I actually, you know what I, mean? I actually know someone who is building a deck right now and i'm just like nice. that's so great like he just looked at the backyard because he's like i want to spend time outside okay well there's a big rock here and some shitty garden so i'm just gonna build a deck and he's just building a friggin' deck right now because he has wow. extra time yeah I've built a deck or I helped build a deck and it is one of the greatest accomplishments of my entire life. Really? I I don't know if that's a sad thing to say, but (laughs) um, (laughs) I guess it isn't hard, but I know that if I had to do it by myself and just figure it out, it would not, it would fall apart. Yeah. Like shit. But a building a deck, uh, uh, you know, if I can build a birdhouse right now, I'd be stoked with myself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Seeing people build all those like garden boxes and everything right now. Oof. Next level. Um, Okay. I'm curious about like your, because you're spending a lot more time at home now. I mean, it has Mm -hmm. been just one week, but um, your living situation, I don't know if you're cool saying it. I don't know if we have started on the podcast. Okay. Like you're living with a partner and a roommate. Yes. Do you have to like set certain boundaries? Like, has it been like, are you still getting enough alone time or are you just like wanting to hang out with them all the time? How's the like dynamic at home? You know what? It's, 
I couldn't have asked for a better dynamic, honestly, because um, we we are super duper blessed. There's three of us living in a house that's got like it's got a living room and a kitchen that are kind of separate, and then it's got three bedrooms. So it's like, you know, the roommate has a bedroom. My partner and I have a bedroom, and then there's like a third room, which is like a rumpus room or like a den, mm-hmm. and like. Honestly, that is so much square footage for three people that if we want to, we can all retreat to three separate rooms and we'll do that, right? Like my girl will be in her in our bedroom doing homework or reading or whatever or watching a show on her iPad. The roommate will be reading in her bedroom and I'll be playing video games in the den. And like we don't have to talk to each other. We spend entire weekends not talking to each other when we're mm. all at home. Um, versus then there's times where it's just like we need the company and we need the, the bouncing off of each other. And so we'll gather in the living room and we'll either like watch a show together as a family, we say, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, or else, oh my God, Jen, the other night, I have to tell you this, the three of us as a family crushed in one sitting the entire series of this new um, reality trash show on Netflix. <gasps> Too hard to called- handle? Too hot to handle. Have you seen it? Okay, you know me. You know who I am. Obviously, I've seen it, Paul. I haven't finished it, though, so don't spoil it. But of course I have. Yeah, I know. Isn't it something? Oh, it is something. Okay, 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 okay. Actually, I wanted to talk to you about this because I do mention it in the podcast because Art Aronson is also watching it, which is a big surprise. I know. News guy Art is watching it. People are at desperate times right now. Yeah. And I think the thought of like watching people not have sex is like relatable to a lot of people. Interesting. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I haven't had sex in a month, and it's probably going to be another few months before I can have sex. And haha, this is what it feels like. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, are you pro or anti Chloe? Because I love. Her. I love Chloe. Yeah. Oh, she's the only one with a personality. Whether yes, or not you okay. like the personality, that's a different story. But she has one. And, Truly. like, that's what a lot of them are missing. Because... I, oh, my God. Right? Like, okay. So the the premise behind this show, if you don't know, is it's a bunch of people who um, are into hookup culture. And they're into mm-hmm. not... They're, they're not looking for relationships at all. That's the sort of people that they casted. Then they're yep. all... Um, told that they're going on a reality sh- TV show with a whole bunch of singles. And they're thinking, okay, it's going to be like Bachelor in Paradise. Um, they get there, they find out that you're actually not allowed to have sex or any sort of like sexual contact with people like kissing or inappropriate touching. And when you do, you lose money. And that comes off of the entire pot of money for, uh, which is a hundred thousand dollars. So a kiss, it's $3,000 off the entire pot and everyone knows that you kiss someone and it was your fault. Like that's, that's the whole premise. What I love about it is it's trying to force these people to have connections without um you know getting physical but i don't know if it's like really working because they really just can't have normal conversations like i can't remember a single one of their conversations because there's no (laughs) substance to them they're just like kind of flirting and then they pretend to they almost kiss and then they don't and then they end up just kissing anyway and losing money that's it so i don't know if it's really gonna do any difference for these people but i haven't seen the end so i don't know but Okay, let me run a couple of thoughts about this show okay. because I think I've spent way too much gray matter and brain energy on this ridiculous show that I should. But let me let me just float this across Please. and see what you think. Okay. 
Okay. Number one, the first thing that struck me about the show is like, yes, these are like, you know, silly, stupid, young ding-dongs who their main thing is working out, looking hot, and fucking. Yeah. Okay. Not much going on there. But the show itself, and, you know, especially in the narrator, is like really mean to these people. Yes. Right. And it's like, do we need to be this mean? Like, I know it feels good to have like, you know, as I sit here all fat on my couch, have some sort of superiority to these ding-dongs. And, but it's like, we don't need to be this cruel. It's like, it's really cruel. And part of it is like, this is what society and like social media has like pushed people into. And it's yeah. like, this is, this is normal. And especially because they're all very young. This is like the yeah. time to explore yourself within like your own self-confidence and, and what you mm-hmm. like and then it's also time to maybe not get into a relationship and explore different people and see what you actually like and, and it's a mm-hmm. learning time for a lot of people so like respect that sure i mean don't get me wrong the people are dumb and especially the dudes are like they come from disrespectful fuckboy hookup culture and you know they're kind of proud of that and mm-hmm. sure that maybe deserves mocking but in a lot of cases i was just like Okay, so this girl, you know, says a silly thing or isn't that smart or maybe is playing it up for the cameras. Do we need to like mock her mercilessly? I was like, this is some this is the meanness goes too much for me. I mm-hmm. I don't care for that. Okay, number one. And then number two Okay, the the robot that like controls their lives, Lana, right? Mm-hmm. I there were some moments where she was lecturing them about connection and you know having a deeper connection and not relying on the physical that really didn't rub me the right way it was very in my mind it kind of like sparked back like talk of abstinence only or being chased or you know chastity and like and then like how physical connection can't happen and all that stuff yeah having sex with each other and i'm just like that's not a great message either. And I understand that, like, the show is two extremes where it's, like, these people who are used to just, you know, fucking without any emotion. And that's not probably very good for mm-hmm. self-esteem, right? If, uh, you know, um, unless it is. Versus the, like, abstinence only, keep your hands yeah, off like, each other. this is the right way. And this is, you get rewarded for, like, not having sex with someone. Yeah. You know? It's just, like... Mm, yeah, no, I get that. That's total. That's a good point. So I, th- those are the two things. And then otherwise, it's just such a silly, silly show. <laughs> and it's just there's been a lot of like new reality TV shows like they're becoming really popular, which I love because I just want more to be made. I think they're so mm-hmm. interesting. But when it's like the first time they're being you know put on TV, it must be hard to for the um, the people like the people who are cast on those shows because they don't know what they're getting into and they don't know how big these reality TV shows and there's no one before them to be like, OK, like I'm not going to act like this person acted in the season before me because I know that yeah. they got a lot of like on online hate afterwards and you know like and especially in the times that we're living on a lot of the people who come off those shows are now like thrown into just complete judgment of their entire lives and like people either hating them or loving them or both and like it's scary but so props to the people who go on to these shows because like yeah especially the first season it's just it's a Mm -hmm. big experiment and even with like yeah how it's produced and and how it's edited and everything like this is just trial and error and i'm sure they're gonna have a lot of like speed bumps to go over if they want to do another season but it's entertaining yeah yeah oh for sure 
like I said, we watched the entire thing in a single night. We were up till like two in the morning mm. watching it. It was insane. But the other thing that's unrealistic about it is that I never and like I I like tapped out for a few episodes and went for a walk. But um, as far as I remember, there was no one ever lost any money for masturbating, which was one of the things that was could be penalized. Oh. And I was just like, I don't believe that a group. Of especially dudes locked in with like a bunch of girls who are just in bikinis constantly, that they, that somebody wasn't sneaking away to rub one out. Yeah, like going into the shower or something. For a right? month? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Guys can't go a week. That's insane. That's true. And also, like when it came to like what they were doing in the bedrooms. Yeah. Um. How do they know all those details? Were they filming the entire time? Yeah, they had like night vision cameras on them. Oh yeah, that's icky. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I guess that's part of the contract, though. Like, what whatever. You sign up for. Yeah. Okay. Briefly here, while we're on this, and, and I like that you brought up art as well, because I actually gave him some advice before I left. And it kind of goes back to a discussion I think we were having a few pods ago. And I know that one that you have been having um, on the rag a little bit with Crystal mm-hmm. on your podcast and your live streams about this whole dating in the time of COVID. Yeah. And in social isolation and everything. And Art was really getting down on himself, you know, the other day, because he doesn't have a a girlfriend or a partner or anything. And he was just like, do I have to wait until a vaccine is developed another 12 months or more Mm -hmm. before I can have sex ever again? And I kind of said to him, I was like, listen, there is a responsible way you can and I think it's mostly through apps right now, which mm. is, feels weird for me to say that because, you know, generally I'm against or I persuade against going on dating apps if yeah, you can. But... Right? But, like, during this time, I, I told him, I was like, get every app there is, and this will be a time to actually maybe find a connection with people because you can't get together as quickly as you would. Mm-hmm. And then there are, I think, I can imagine responsible ways that, you know, if, if it's going well, if you're chatting, you know, over app or over the phone or whatever, and then you decide to go for like a responsible social distance walk, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and yeah. you meet someone, and then you both are confident that you don't either have COVID or that, you know, your living situation is not going to be jeopardized or your working situation. If you do want to have sex with each other, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there is a possible and responsible way to still meet people, hook up and have a physical relationship in this time. Do you agree? Um, I agree in some aspects. I think it's kind okay. of a commitment if you want to hook up with someone like because yes. it is a lot of work in order to be like, OK, have you been isolating this whole time? OK, I'm as like for art, like he's an essential worker, right? Like he's coming into right. work every day. So it's a little bit harder for him to be like okay, you're now in my quarantine circle and you're the only other person that I'm seeing, you know? So, like, you have to be, like, you almost have to be, like, monogamous. Yeah. And and if that's not what you're into right now, then that might not work for you. But, I mean, there are ways to, like, virtually have sex right like you can do videos and i know that's what a lot of people are doing right now with like house party and stuff yeah um uh but yeah it's interesting because at the beginning i feel like like i was talking to art about this and he was like i just don't know the point of it i don't know 
like what people's intentions are. If I talk to a person for months, am I just talking to them and then it just fizzles out or are we eventually going to meet one day? And then one day this person, like you realize that you have no actual connection other than what you've been texting to each other and presenting Mm -hmm. to each other, you know? Because there is that like in-person connection that you just like can't really explain. You really have to like drive off of each other. So you're missing that completely. But I mean... People did that with like pen pals and like long distance relationships and things like that. So I think it is possible. Um, But yeah, you just kind of have to like take it day by day and be really clear with your intentions from it. It's like, do you want to just talk to me on this app to send photos to each other to like have something to look at and to like kill time and validate each other? Because that's positive. if You're both into that. Or is it something that's like, I want to continue talking to you because I have a real connection and I hope one day we can actually go on a date after this or I'm looking for a long-term relationship eventually. Like, you just have to be like, really clear with your communication, I think. I agree. Yeah. yeah but I it's- think so too. I, but I just think that, like, the idea that you need to – and look, at what if what's the worst thing that could happen – you know, if you do decide, if you like text back and forth and you never meet until a vaccine yeah. is developed and then that fizzles out, it's just like, whatever. What was that? Such a wrong thing that you had someone to say goodnight to exactly. you know, while you're alone? And had this emotional connection where you're kind of missing that in your life right now and you guys could both like lean on each other. There's something beautiful in that too. Yeah. Whatever that relationship is. I think taking away all those pressures as well of like, what is this going to turn into is important and just giving your intentions daily. Like, this is how I'm feeling right now and this is what I feels good. So that's what I want to do. Like that's, yeah. I think that's all you can really do, but I am so excited, but also kind of nervous to see what it's going to be like when all those single people who haven't had sex in months finally yeah. get unleashed into the world and we're like all allowed to have sex again. Like what's going to happen? Um, yeah. Will people actually be like eager to jump in bed with people right away? Or will they hmm. like have to like take their temperature first and be like, okay, like let me who have you talked to in the last little week? Like I think there still will be some like fear in that. Right. It won't happen like right away, but there will be a lot of sexual tension in the bars and people will just be wanting to hop on each other. So I think expectations will be low. <laughs> and <laughs> and standards will be low. So, you know, everyone's... The lineup outside the oh. secret sex bathroom at Lucky Bar will oh. be out the door. Oh, the Strathcona Hotel Entertainment Center, where oh, all the boy. young ones go, all the cool hip ones. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be wild out there. Um, and I'm wondering, I said this in the RAG podcast too, like, um, I think people will have to be, I think it actually will be good because people have been like taking precautions of like who they're seeing and who th- those people that they're seeing are in contact with. It's almost like you know who's in, in contact with who. And I kind of look at it. There's like similarities to STIs. It's like yes. when you're um, hooking up with someone, it's like, oh, I just got tested. Um, but we're also, you know, being cautious and using a condom and using protection. But like, who are you seeing? And have you been tested? And, you know, like there's like that chain of people that are connected. So I'm wondering yep. if like people will take those precautions into their sexual health as well. And I hope so. I think people, you know, need to look after themselves in all aspects of, of health. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And do you know what? It's funny you said temperature taking because maybe you guys have covered this on the rag, but um, there is a really good, maybe this will become a really common thing, um, but you can buy a um, thermometer yeah. That connects to your phone and you take your, it's like, 
this is specifically, it's like a sex thermometer. You're supposed to take your temperature every day to find out like how fertile you are yeah. based on your body temperature. Well, it's when you're ovulating. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's for it's for women. And so I wonder if that will become like a common <laughs> sex thing to have, not just for the ovulation, but also for we're finding out if you have COVID or not. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, those apps, I know a, lot, a few people who use them because it yeah, connects to an app and then you buy the thermometer and you check your thermometer, your temperature every day to see if like, yeah, you're you're ovulating or not. Um, yeah. Okay, then it also got me onto the um, topic that actually Art brought up in the news um, that they've done a study now to see if COVID-19 is sexually transmitted. And right. so what they did is they just took like semen samples from um, the, the uh, group of guys and uh, who had COVID and then I think like put it in or yeah, passed it to women or something. And they found that it was <laughs> not like sexually transmitted. Which was interesting. So, like, if you, I think this is this is how I'm seeing it. If you like wore a hazmat suit, a mask, yeah. goggles, and had sex with someone, and you had yeah. COVID nineteen, I think what they're saying, I'm not saying you should do this, but this is how I'm seeing it. It's like you could have sex with someone. Yeah. You just did the like sheet with the hole in it type of thing. Yeah. You had like plexiglass yeah. or like, yeah, I don't know. But you could. I, it, just, it was interesting. I don't know why they decided to do that test. Like it seemed kind of silly because like, again, people should not be that close to each other. Right. They should not yeah. be, you know, less than two meters apart. But I mean, I guess it is information that they should know eventually. I guess someone yeah. really just wanted to deal around with some semen or something i don't know or they just wanted a headline that people would click and yeah it yeah yeah but don't forget important to know also covid is in the poop i remember dr bonnie said it weeks ago and uh it's been reinforced with further studies covid can be shed in the poop and the poop gets everywhere yeah and they say and then i saw some other health experts being like yeah, but we're not too concerned about that because generally people don't touch other people's poop. <laughs> Gen- generally. <laughs> great, great point. Yes, you're right. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But in case you were curious, I mean, it is good information to know. Totally. Now, yeah. if you'll excuse me, I'm just going to pour myself a nice tall glass of bleach and uh, just preventative, you know, just have to clear out the lungs. Nice cold. Do you, do you take it on ice or neat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I do. I, like, it's I've got one that I drink, and then a Lysol that I inject right into my artery. I go between the toes. Oh, um, beautiful! But, yeah, good. Yeah. It's good to keep. Uh, you know, you just spitballing, but uh, we'll get a doctor on it and make sure. But might as well try it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, how could it hurt? How could it hurt? How could it hurt if you drink bleach or Lysol or whatever? Yeah. Tide pods. Yeah, it's all good. Um, what the fuck? Bit. Yeah, what the actual toot? I know. How is uh, that? The president of the United States now telling people that we need to inject disinfectant into our bodies. Well, what the fuck? to me is trying to watch some people and even some people who are trying to be balanced about their reaction to it be like, oh, um, you know, come on, you guys. He was uh, just kidding or he was just thinking out loud or whatever. It's just like. Who has those yeah. thoughts? Who has, yeah, that's <laughs> such a baseline, stupid, irresponsible, ignorant, dumb thing. I don't care who you are, where you are in the political spectrum. Like, 
that is dumb. It's so <laughs> next level disqualifyingly stupid for him to say out loud in a position of authority in that way boggles me. Boggles me. There's yeah. no defending that. I'm no. so sorry. And saying he was being sarcastic or he was looking no, he at wasn't. every possible. What the fuck? Even the like, It's not his job team... to look at what's going to cure this thing. <laughs> like, no. What? No. Oh, my God. I, like, I... And, you know, because you listen to some people who like the stream of consciousness, you know, the the fact that he's Honest not guarded oh, yeah. in what he says, right? Like, a lot of politicians are so guarded and so scripted, and people really love the fact that he was not like that, and he was, you know, kind of just talked. Yeah. And it's like, okay, even if that is your thing, how about we get an intelligent person to just Exactly. Talk? Yes! Exactly. Because it's like yeah, I'm, I'm all about I'm all about like open thought, no filter, and in talking about that from someone who is like educated, sure. Sure. <laughs> who has like high school level education, even <laughs> you know, like I yeah. I barely have high school level education, but like, <laughs> come oh, on, oh. Oh, I. I am. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm glad I'm away right now, and also sad that I don't get to talk. So I'm I know I miss. I miss you on the show because yeah. I find it hard to like talk about these things by myself. Like just being like one person rambling or like having a conversation <laughs> about it. It's so much easier to talk about these things when it's two people going off of each other, and you can actually like show both sides. And I don't know. I miss you. Yeah. No, I miss you too, buddy. Okay, well, thanks for for chatting while you're on vacation. You didn't have to do this, but... um, What a pleasure. uh, It was really nice. And um, this podcast, we have little guest appearances from Art, who we were talking about, um, gossiping about uh, during this little (laughs) intro here. And then also Quentin hops in a few times um, because I'm just desperate for any human connection. So um, enjoy this little podcast. It's a short one. Um, and we'll try again uh, next week to do this. And uh, we'll get. Are you going to be around next Friday for another little intro? Are you kidding me? Where else am I going to go? Okay, great. Talk to you then. <laughs> okay, talk to Bye. you then. <laughs> Uh, This weekend, it was absolutely gorgeous in Victoria, and uh, I've been going on, you know, at least like one little daily solo walk or uh, a daily solo run around Victoria, but I kind of got bored of it, so I decided to bring out my rollerblades again, and uh, rollerblades are interesting. I love rollerblading. I've been doing it since I was a kid. It's got a, you know, a huge place in my heart for me, but um, people always like to chirp me for blading. I don't know what it is. People just like to chirp people and make fun of people who rollerblade. But I will say this. um, As I was rollerblading in the kind of quiet streets of Victoria, I was like in the middle of the road on some side streets. It was really nice. I actually saw in a distance some other rollerbladers. And you know how motorcyclers, they kind of do this little like finger wave at each other as like recognition that they're both doing a cool thing? Well, I'm trying to make that happen for rollerbladers. So I shot some like uh, little finger guns at another rollerblader and they did it back, which made me so happy. And I hope that catches on. I hope that becomes the international greeting for rollerbladers. Let's make it happen in Victoria, at least. Um, oh my gosh, Art, actually, I wanted to talk to you about this. Um, 
So I just wanted to let you, a fellow blader, know that that is now the official wave for rollerbladers. Let's do it. Let's pass it on to the, all the other bladers out there. Is yeah. that the right adjective? Blazers? <laughs> Bla- I like blazers, especially blazers. today, 420. Sure. Makes sense. Sure. Blazers. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. Yeah. All right. You know what I miss? I kind of miss going to Ikea. Yeah, those Vancouver trips. I mean, I would go visit my family, but I would also stop into Ikea. I'm one of those weird people who actually kind of enjoys going to Ikea, and it's mainly just because of the mild chaotic energy. It's a beautiful chaotic energy. And then also the food, like the cinnamon buns and the, oh, frozen yogurt. But the meatballs, you know, they're the real star. Well, Ikea has decided to release the famous Swedish meatball recipe on their website. And this recipe also includes the Swedish cream sauce, which is, oh, it's so good. I know a lot of people really don't like the meatballs, but I think that they are just, they're something else. I love them so much. So I'm really happy about this. And what I love so much about this recipe is it, it's in the same format as their assembly for uh, furniture. So it's got like the same sort of like simple photos and step-by-step instructions. And it just looks like you're assembling furniture. Um, so, I mean, give it a try if you want. Uh, there are no warnings about, like, you know, the arguments that you might get into. Because I, I know, at least from my own experience, every time I've tried to assemble IKEA furniture with a partner, there's always, like, an underlying layer of anger. And then there's always arguing. And, and then it turns into a big fight. So hopefully that doesn't happen if you're making these IKEA meatballs. But give it a try. You know, best of luck to you. It's on uh, the IKEA website. You can go check it out. <laughs> Keep on turning on Paul's microphone like he's here, like the ghost of Paul is here. The ghost of Paul is here. <laughs> we can't get rid of him. It's so quiet in the studio. <laughs> it is. I got to say it. And I hope he's not listening right now, but I kind of miss him. I miss him. I miss him so much. Oh, the days are so fun with Paul. But I'm happy you're still here, Art. Uh, We were just talking about your hair, Art, because this is a thing that a lot of people are dealing with. Um, If you didn't go to the barber, like, right before you were in lockdown, um, your hair is probably a little unruly, which I think, you know, people should just... Just roll with it? Just roll with it. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's the style right now. But you're considering uh, having me shave your head. I am considering this, Jenny. Yeah. I, it's like my hair is, I haven't had it this, this long since like elementary school. So I'm really, it's going through an adjustment period for me right now. Um, <laughs> but I don't know what to do. Should I shave it off or should I just let it go, Jenny? And I think uh, a lot of people are asking themselves that question. Right you now. know what? I'd be happy to shave it off for you. I think it'll probably uh, be a lot easier for you. But I'm happy to have zoners, you know, chime in. What do you think? Should Art go full shave? Uh, should I try a fade on the side? Maybe try a new style for you? Or should you just let it let it ride? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Text us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> your hair fade is in Zoner's hands right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, Zoners are coming through with your new hairstyle idea here, Art. Okay, so uh, Ryan texted in and said the Alien Ant Farm lead singer's inverse uh, shaved mohawk. So it's like long and then there's just a shaved part down the middle. That's a great look. And Do you I feel you, comfortable doing that? Jane? I feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> I will take great pleasure doing that, actually. <laughs> Tiffany says a half shave. Paul says the old bull on the head. Cut around. Aye! Um, the Lloyd Christmas. And then Curtis says that they went full shave. Full shave. Beard and all. Oh, beard it was getting pretty bad. Okay. All right. So you have some options. Think yeah. about it. We'll pick one of those for right. sure. Yeah. Get ready, Jenny. <laughs> Thanks, sir.
And the motive behind one of Canada's deadliest mass killings remains unclear as the death toll from the weekend rampage in Nova Scotia climbs to 19. Police say some of the victims were known to the shooter, while others were seemingly targeted at random as the man went on a killing spree across the northern part of the province. Among the victims identified so far, neighbors of the suspect, a veteran RCMP officer, two correctional officers, a teacher, and two nurses. Yeah, waking up to that news today, it, I don't know how it hit you, but it really hit me, hey? And especially, like, right now, dealing with that um, tragedy would be so hard for the victim's loved ones, because you can't actually be near each other. They can't And you have, can't physically yeah. support each other, so hopefully something will, will come in place where they can virtually support each other, but again, it's just not the same, especially when grieving, so. And that's happening across the country with other loved ones who have died, but this really, yeah, absolutely, this is, this is really hard. Yeah, exactly. And it's the deadliest in Canadian history. Yeah. Yeah, so. How much more bad news can we take, I know. Right? Yeah. Now, I remember, I mean, before all this happened, um, I used this thing called MediMap, and it showed you uh, exactly how long uh, wait times were for walk-in clinics. Um, but, of course, now I'm using the online services where you can actually see a doctor online, which has been so helpful. Uh, but I've been thinking about the, maybe the need of getting a website like that, but for grocery store lineups, because that's a new thing that we're dealing with, is waiting in line to go to the grocery store. And if you want to make sure that you're, you know, outside for the least amount of time as possible and around the least amount of people, uh, this would be really handy. And Victoria Buzz just put out an article saying that it actually exists. There is a designated uh, website where people around the world can log and check wait times for grocery stores and supermarkets near their location. Uh, it doesn't look like a lot of people are using it yet in Victoria, but I mean, maybe we should start getting on this. Uh, if you are going to a grocery store, maybe after you uh, leave, you can put all the data into this website and help some other people out. Um, the website URL is terrible. It's very long, so me telling you it won't really do you any good, so I'll post it on our Facebook in a few minutes and you can go check it out. Shoutouts off the zones text line, starting with one from Adam that says, Shout out to the staff at the market on Millstream. They're a bunch of pros and they got this COVID poop show <laughs> dialed in. Thank you from all your customers. Uh, yes. You know, I, yeah, a lot of uh, grocery stores have been just doing an excellent, excellent job. Uh, Red Bar Market, I went to the other day and they had it dialed in as well. I felt so comfortable. Thrifties in uh, James Bay, like everybody was so friendly. Everybody's mm. so friendly too. Like right? having me like these shopping carts that they wiped down like really fast and, too. And I love that like when I went into Red Bar and they just like gave me the lowdown. Like so, this is where you stand. This has been sanitized. These gloves are there for you if you want them. Yeah. We have hands that it like just like the full lowdown, so you just feel comfortable going into the store, which I just love to see. So. Props to all of them, because yeah. I don't think I'd be very happy doing all that. No. Great shout out. Uh, this one is from Chris. It says shout out to Big Wheel Burger for feeding us BC ambulance staff at Keating Crossroad. Big thank you. Awesome food. Yes. Yum, diddle, yum, yum, yum. I saw the photo of them. Uh, their donation to you guys and uh yeah it was, it was a lot of food this <laughs> was really nice um this one is from rachel it's a shout out to my boyfriend ian who has been pretending to like trash tv so we can watch it together and i can maintain my sanity through all of this 
That is a thing. What's the new that? one? Oh my gosh, too hot to handle? Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Art, it is next level. I watched the trailer and I was like, I'm really into like The Bachelor and I'm into reality TV and Love is Blind and all that. But I was like, this might be too much for me. The premise of this one is they can't like touch each other and they're in this like, really nice warm location. Yeah. They're all really good looking people. Yeah, they're all, they all don't really want a relationship and they just want to hook up, but they're not allowed to do that. It's wild. And I hate myself just enough to watch it. It's great. Yeah. Would recommend. This one, it says, shout out to my mom, Peggy, for sewing up a storm of cloth masks for people far and wide. Oh, I love that. It's a good time to know how to sew. I, I saw one um, that someone made that was uh, real, real great. Uh, it was a Nicolas Cage uh, mask. People are getting really creative with these masks. They're really becoming a fashion statement, which I love. What does it look like? What is it? It is just his face on your mouth. Oh. <laughs> Not just like his mouth on your mouth, but his entire face on your mouth. Nick so, Cage. I mean, dreams really do come true. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. She should win an award for that. I know. I know there was a lot of buzz around those new Bonnie Henry shoes uh, from Fluvog. They were designed specifically uh, for or to pay tribute to Bonnie, and then all the money goes towards food banks, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so they went on sale today, was it, or the pre-order yeah, did? Yeah, the pre-sales. You can go on the website and get them. I guess at 4 o'clock they went on sale. Okay, so it's been on sale for almost an hour now, and, and you have a little update on that. Yeah, so John Fluvog Shoes has a Twitter account, and they tweeted out, Hold tight, everyone. Our website is experiencing technical difficulties. Oh, no. And we're working on it. Oh, shoot. I got to give credit to the first person who responded. <laughs> Rain Coover Millennial. Be calm, be kind, hit refresh. Nice. <laughs> Would you wear a pair of the Fluvog shoes? You know, I, I really love the designs of Fluvog, but they don't, they don't fit my style. No. No. Um, I think that my, they fit my, like, my mom's style. It was kind of like quirky and like uh, hip, hippie chic, you know? Mm. Yeah. No, these I don't know she these really aren't cheap either. No. Okay. 339 Canadian for a right. pair. But I mean, obviously going to a great cause. Exactly. Well. And know. yeah, they're designer shoes. So you're going to be paying a pretty penny for them. And they're custom. So they're they're, they're beautiful shoe though. Yeah. I so like looking at them on other people when it fits their style. But for me, I would just look silly with like my all black attire and band t-shirts and then a pair of blue box, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there was a joke going last night that how come Adrian Dix doesn't have anything? Oh. Right, our health minister. Right. Um, I guess someone put out a joke saying that, uh, yeah, the shoes, they're, they're going to be in high demand, but uh, Adrian Dix's tie probably isn't getting as much uh, uh, love. No, that's probably true. <laughs> I know we are not a visual medium, but... Uh, Thank goodness, right? <laughs> I know. But you're wearing... Uh, we're both wearing blazers today. Yeah, we are. We, we're looking fresh. Yeah, I, I can give a shout out. Can I do that later to us? For looking okay. fresh. Today? Yeah, there you go. Okay. And you're feeling fresh too? You're feeling good? Yeah. I find when I put a blazer on, sometimes it just like lifts my mood a little bit. It makes me feel like I'm still a professional, even though everything's falling apart around me. And how does it do that? Because I mean, all it is, is just a blazer. I, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. The power right. of clothes. <laughs> um, from a zoner that says, shout out to Arden Jenny for sporting dem blazers today, Yo. giving them the extra chipper dispositions and making our days a little brighter too. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that nice? Um, nice. It's a thing. Yeah, if you wear a blazer and you're not feeling so good, 
<laughs> your, your mood just kind of changes. You're like, I'm a professional today, and yeah. I'm going to pretend that everything's fine. And it's only one piece. Yeah, exactly. Just throw a blazer onto any outfit. I was wearing just a band t-shirt, and I got a blazer on, and your girl's fancy now. <laughs> Um, I was reading an interesting article today that uh, had the observations of a pest control person, and they were saying that rodents in Victoria are acting a little strange due to this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. They're getting a lot of calls outside of uh, downtown, so in James Bay and like the neighboring um, areas of downtown, because I guess there's just not enough food sources for these rodents to eat, like the bars and the restaurant garbages, they're, you know, not as full and plentiful as usual. So the rodents are kind of moving to the outskirts of downtown, which is uh, interesting to see. So this pest control person is saying that uh, cleanliness is key right now. Proper food storage, um, locating uh, and closing all potential entry points to your home as well is super important because uh, the rats and the mice are just looking for scraps right now. And, uh, at my house, the family of raccoons that live, I think, under our shed, I think that's where they, they hide up. They are loving it because everyone is at home all the time in the house. So there's just a lot more food scraps. There's a lot more garbage, and they are just loving it. And uh, last night, I got home at around, I think it was like 1030 from work. I didn't have time for dinner, so I got myself some McDonald's at 1030. But the raccoons were all there when I rolled up so I had to stay in my car and eat the McDonald's in my car because I was afraid of this family of raccoons that were having their dinner as well. That's where I'm at right now. And uh, I'm with a friend now and it's Quentin who's coming up next in the evening zone. That's me, Quentin East. <laughs> Badoom. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Good one. Um, Quentin, you were telling me about this this workout thing that you were doing today. Yeah. I'm finding it really hard to to work out at home. I'm very motivated by other people like screaming at me. Sure. And I'm kind of competitive in that way. Yeah. Where I need some competition in order for me to like stay active at all. Yeah, I feel that. For me, it's the hardest thing that I've found is just like... I take way too long to do my workouts at home. Mm. Like once it's over an hour, I'm like... I'm clocked out. Yeah. I'm sleeping in more than usual anyway, so it's just like when you're doing an, a workout that's over an hour, I'm just like, my day's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I found that too. So what, what were you doing? So I found this thing where you can take playing cards, you deal out like 20, yeah. and then each suit represents a, a variety of exercise. So like you got your pushes and your pulls and yeah. your legs and then like your isolation exercises. And then uh, the number on it represents how many reps plus 10. So like if you draw a two of hearts, you're going to do like 12, I don't know, uh, push-ups. Oh. Yeah. And you just draw 20. If you get two of the same suit in a row, you get a two-minute break. If you draw an ace, you get a break. That's cool. And you just found that online? Yeah. That's a great way to do it. And yeah. it kind of makes it a game and makes it fun. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I might try that tomorrow. Or not, you know? I find that that's my attitude. It's like, I could work out or not. And then I usually choose not to. Or I'll just <laughs> bake instead and yeah, eat it. Yeah, eat butter and, and sugar for the rest of my life. This is great. Oh my gosh, your mustache is so pristine. Thank you. I can actually see it now. You've been working hard on it in quarantine. For like my entire life. <laughs> 
Thanks for noticing now. I've been growing it my entire life. <laughs> you haven't shaved it ever once in your life? No. Well, it's uh, pretty good. Don't don't shave it off. Thank you. It's great. I'm proud of you for that. Um, I was reading actually today uh, that the quarantine mustache is like the equivalent of like uh, people with long hair cutting their own bangs uh -huh. and that there are a lot more mustaches in quarantine right now. Nice. And I've actually noticed that when people posting online, they're like, you know what? This is a safe place for me to just like try out a mustache. Yeah. I'm not seeing many people every day. Why not? Why not give it a go? You know what? You may be converted to the stash life. Me? Well, Personally? yeah, you. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, I've been trying all my life, but <laughs> unfortunately, no dice. <laughs> Same with you, right? Um, any any mustache tips? You just ride out any sort of uh, roasting you're going to get. Roasting, okay. Yeah, I took a lot of it, and I'm watching family <laughs> friends taking it right now, and just know that eventually they just run out of creative things, and yeah. if you can be just as quippy and lippy back eventually oh. they just they run out eventually they they come around to it that's good advice for anything yeah just in life just thick confidence skin. yeah thick skin yeah it's your idea just own it love it yeah thanks for joining the pj party for more from paul and jenny get them live two to six weekday afternoons on the zone at 913 or around the world via the internet's tubes at the zone.fm do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hey, Art. Hey, Curb. We're back. Yes, we are. For the 2019-2020 season of the Canucks. So if you're ready to hear more about the Canucks, listen to Between the Stammers. The Canucks are a little bit better this year. Even though Art still doesn't think they're going to make the playoffs. And kind of on the fence about it. We're going to be doing a lot of shotgun shakes this year. Well, I won't be. Because Art drinks tea. Yes, I do. Check out Between the Stammers on The Zones Podcast Network at thezone.fm.